Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Episode 27. Okay, can we just talk about how epic the past two episodes with Sinclair have been? It, we hope so much that you have loved those episodes and we loved talking to her. And if you are not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, don't walk, run over there because every week Kate and I share more from that week's episode, we go live with you and you can ask us questions and unpack the episode with us because who knows, you certainly need to hear all of our wisdom more than once. And it's a, such a special community and, and it's like, this is, yeah, I, one thing you said on there today was this is the only place people get to hang out with us other than when they, when they hire us and work with us privately. But also, I, I just wanted to share that that group eventually is going to be, it's going to cost money eventually. It's going to be a um, membership community. So right now it's free and we're on there every Thursday. So get your butt over there. And go to Facebook.com. So go to the Facebook, <laughs> the Facebook, and look up the New Truth Movement. Tell all your friends and definitely join us in there. And each time we're in there, we discover that there are more things that we need to talk about on episodes. And really, it was being in there live that I thought we have to do an episode on how to be rejection proof. And this was inspired after the Are You Too Picky episode, which we have had so many of you love, and that makes us so happy. We're so inspired to know that you're moved by the podcast and that you're living the new truth every time you raise your standards and believe that you can have the love and the life that you dream of. But one of the things that stops so many women from having the love and the life they dream of is the fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. And rejection rocks people. I mean, the crazy like on the floor he rejected me and kate and i have some very strong opinions about the truth of rejection that we thought we absolutely need to share with you today to not only no longer have the fear of rejection but truly be rejection proof mm -hmm. so yeah, it almost sounds it almost sounds like not possible you know from from how most people date and, and relate in the old paradigm. And I just think of all the relationships um, where someone was quote unquote rejected by a partner and maybe their partner chose someone else or left them unexpectedly or whatever the story may be, how, you know, some people never get over their exes because they're holding on to that wound of rejection that like, oh, you know, he hurt me, I'm a victim and and like, we should still be together and how, how many men do this too. I mean, I have a ton of guy friends who do this. They're like still hung up over their, 
I mean, my high school boyfriend did this with me until he met his wife now, um, like 15 years later after we broke up. But how do we hold on to the the fantasy and the story of the person um, because of this? Like, it's almost like a badge of honor that people wear. I've been rejected. (laughs) Like, he rejected me. It's like, I get to be a victim of this story and I'm just going to wear it and hold on to it and let it stop me from letting anyone in, let it stop me from actually going, you know, after the guy that I really have feelings for, you know, or let it stop me. In many cases, I, I work with a lot of women who just give up on it altogether. They're like, okay, you know, my husband hurt me or my, you know, former mm-hmm. partner hurt me. So I'm just going to give up on love altogether and put all my energy into my success and career where I have a little bit more control. So rejection the idea of rejection, I'll say, yes. is, um, is something that stops and interferes with a lot of love. And at the end of the day, we have to start with, right? So we each keep saying things like this is this work is about becoming the truth of who you are, living the truth of who you are. And when you're connected to yourself, when you know who you are, <laughs> Other people's opinions of you can't touch you, right? What other people do, you realize, and this is a boundary issue, which is like half of the time all I'm doing with clients is doing boundary work and how to set effective boundaries. But what other people do or don't do is not a reflection of who you are. So when you tell yourself a story of he rejected me and that's all that is let's just all feel this for a second Mm -hmm. i have the thought he rejected me what is the only possible feeling that i can now have after that thought a shitty one (laughs) right it is impossible to feel good if the story i'm telling myself is he rejected me and it's not even he didn't choose me it's he made a choice which he has every right to do so and yes it might hurt it might suck if it's a breakup or you've been cheated on this is not about denying your feelings because women who take responsibility for themselves start by acknowledging all of their feelings and giving themselves permission to feel all of their feelings but here's the thing he rejected me is a story and everyone thinks feelings just happen but consciously they are in response to the thoughts that you have. Mm -hmm. So another thing that I have found is you are rejection proof when you stop rejecting yourself. And that's the real secret. You reject yourself every time you don't ask for what you need. You reject yourself every time you tell yourself this bullshit of, well, I'm just going to give up on love. You're rejecting your desire. You're saying no to actually putting yourself out there and taking the risk that is required for extraordinary love and you're rejecting yourself. When you stop rejecting yourself, that's the secret to being rejection proof. Yes. And your next level of rejecting yourself is, or not next level. It's like we, well, I guess kind of next level is we reject ourselves when we tell our, when we believe the story in our minds, which is your saboteur, right? 
the meaning that you make of somebody else right. leaving you or not choosing you or not messaging you or not responding to you. And this goes way beyond romantic relationships or the, the person that didn't hire you for that job or the apart, you know, the, the home that didn't choose you or the, like all of the ways in which we believe we are rejected, right? That's a little kid inside. Yeah. And then your saboteur is feeding her the story that you are rejected because you're wrong and bad and there's something wrong with you. And that's the reason why, you know, it must be because you're not good enough or you're not beautiful enough or you're not whatever. Um, that's the story that you tell yourself. And that is the rejection. He did not reject you. You did. Right. He did not reject you. The story that you believed about yourself based on his actions is the rejection. It's like, it's the sovereign soul piece, right? Like we're all sovereign souls, but in the old paradigm of love, it's like, I own you, you own me, especially like for you, you're, you're married, right? So marriage relationships, the most extreme example of believing that we own each other and that we are property of each other forever, because that was the agreement in the beginning. That's what we were taught. And so, you know, if your relationship were to end and Andrew was to be like, okay, I, uh, I he's obsessed with you, probably not going to happen, but <laughs> imagine 10 years from now, he's a new man and he's like, okay, I'm ready to experience, you know, a different type of woman or a man or like being celibate or being a monk in- Who in knows? Gym, anything. Whatever, anything. And it actually would not mean anything about Catherine. It means- that Andrew's soul is ready to go on a new path. And sometimes the ego leads that path. Like if someone has an affair, that's like the saboteur ego leading the, the desire for the new path. Um, but ultimately it's actually not personal. Nothing's personal. I get, coming back to the four agreements, last week right. we talked about, or a few weeks ago, we talked about don't make assumptions. Uh, if you haven't read this book, it's a game changer. It was my first awakening book. The second um, agreement is don't take things personally and how we take everything. The saboteur mm. takes everything, especially as women mm -hmm. and turns it as ammunition against ourselves. So he did not reject you. You did. You have to be so, 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 so mindful of what are the stories that you're telling yourself? What are the stories that you're believing about yourself? Cause that is who's hurting you, not the world mm. around you in the, in the, space of operating from the new truth. I am radically responsible for everything I feel, not the world around me, but the the what we, the story we've been fed. Is and I think everything. I'm responsible for what I think. Yeah, too. For the, everything for the whole, my whole experience. And, but we've been taught everybody else is responsible for how we feel. And yeah. we have bought into that. It's not our fault. It's our conditioning. And here is where we untangle that and rewire what you tell yourself and what you believe. And thought work, I want to make clear, is not about denial of your feelings. This isn't some, you know, BS quick fix, but it is consciously realizing that your feelings are happening because of your thoughts. <laughs> and so, oh, I acknowledge my feelings. If I have just gone through a breakup or the guy that I liked didn't call me back, okay, you might be bummed about that, 
But where the rejection and the sabotage happens is when the, your thoughts go to town on, I'll never find love. There must be something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. And I know that phrase, like, stop giving your power away, gets thrown around all the time. Here's what it actually means, right? You give your power away when you make what other people do or don't do responsible for how you feel about you. Yes. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) You give your power away when you make the behavior of other people how you feel about you. And then we all wonder why I feel like shit all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, you're going to feel like shit when what other people are doing it dictates how you feel about yourself. And there are married women. There are people in relationship who are rejecting themselves all day long because they refuse to have the tough, vulnerable conversations. Women who don't ask for what they need. I think this is how relationships fall apart, right? I stop telling the truth. Mm -hmm. I stop taking a stand for myself and what I want to experience. And that's nobody's fault but yours. Yes. Yeah, I was just thinking of how it's, you know, it's, it's wild because the fear of rejection is like, it actually is what one of the main things that stops us from being who we are. Like every area of our life, I think of all of the women who want to speak up at work and have something to say or want to be boundaried in their relationships or want to be boundaried when they're dating, like they're not ready to have sex yet, but they feel pressure. And so they do it for the other person. And it's like out of the fear of rejection and how we're constantly rejecting ourselves. We're constantly putting other people first or like considering the world before we consider ourselves. And that is a huge part of what represses who we are, right? Right. If you're afraid to be rejected, you're going to not fully be expressed as who you are. When you let go of that fear and you realize, oh, rejection is not real except for what I do to myself. I can't, nobody can actually reject me. You can be aligned or misaligned, but nobody can reject you. Well, now it gives you the permission to fully be yourself, so. to start speaking up, to start saying like when you don't mm-hmm. like something or to start saying when something's not okay with you or like start saying when you love something that the other person might not. It's like in every facet of your life, you get to be boundaried and expressed and stand up for yourself when you give no fucks what other right. people think. It doesn't mean you don't care about other people. It doesn't mean you don't love other people, but where your reverence is and your commitment is to you honoring your own truth first, knowing that's the most honoring thing that you can do for anyone. Yes. Yes. It's always so heartbreaking to me when we just think about true patriarchal culture and like, God forbid a woman thinks for herself. Mm. Right. And I, I mean, I had to learn this. I've been working with, I've had a coach, not the same coach, but I've had a coach since 2013. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember even when I let alone, you know, yeah, I I can't, I don't think I was really afraid of being rejected when I was dating because it was more, I just let, I just slept with everybody. And like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I never like had the experience of what I think we both really offer is you cannot find a relationship without vulnerability period. Mm -hmm. And you won't be vulnerable. I love what you just said. Like you won't be vulnerable, which is essentially just being exactly who you are, right? Vulnerability is, and I tell you my life story on a fucking first date, right? Vulnerability is I'm just being who I am. It's vulnerable to say, yeah, I didn't like that movie actually. Or yeah, I love that song. That's my favorite song. Or, oh, I I would totally want to live in 
the city or actually I really don't want to live in the city. That's vulnerable. Vulnerable is being who you are. Yes. In America, in Canada, that's less of a topic. But um it 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 is yeah, it's all about vulnerability. And vulnerability, here's a, a a secret to vulnerability. Like a great way if you're uncomfortable being real and sharing what how you really feel, yeah, that's exactly what vulnerability is to me too. I think there's a lot of confusion around this word. And exactly what you just said, I want to break down what you said because it was so good. Most people think vulnerability is telling their life story and being like, okay, so Dumping. I was date raped and I was a <laughs> child and I was blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, sharing those things is vulnerable if it's the appropriate time to share them. If it like came up in conversation and you want to be real and share this edge, absolutely. But vulnerability is like, what's right here right now? What do I really want to say? What am I like? Where am I repressing these parts of myself to try and impress the other person or try and get him to like me or worried about not him, not having him reject me and all of these stories where we repress ourselves. And one of the greatest ways to be vulnerable, if it's not something that's naturally comfortable for you is just say, Ooh, this feels a bit vulnerable to say, like have a preface. This feels a bit edgy for me to say, but I'm going to share it anyways. You know, I actually believe X, not Y or whatever, like wherever the edges are, just speak to it. That's right. all you have to do. And then it dissipates the uncomfortable, unco- the discomfort around it. Right. And it is impossible. I mean, I think the other secret is women understand that vulnerability is power, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. the secret. Yeah. And it is impossible for you to feel your own power if you refuse to be vulnerable and you're walking around afraid to be rejected. Mm-hmm. And when you get that you're rejecting yourself, like when your commitment becomes, I'm willing to say the thing, I'm willing to go after my dreams, I'm willing to take the risks, then sure, things not you know turning out the way you want them to, or someone making a different choice, or the guy you like doesn't like you back, sure, it'll sting. But like for like 30 seconds, not 30 years, right? And it's a practice. Like I I love that everything we teach every single week, we remind women that both of our individual coaching programs are either four months, six months, or year long programs. Like we work with women intimately week by week, that there is no quick fix. And the fairy tale wants you to believe in that right? All you need is to find a partner and then you live happily ever after and you're always happy, right? All you need is a little quick shot of Botox and then you're going to feel good. (laughs) Rather than we're inviting you into a lifetime of a devotion to yourself. Mm -hmm. And my experience, and I'm sure this is what you have watched and, and what I watch you live, is once you touch who you are, there is no going back. No. Like there is no going back. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's the magic. It's so magical. And it's so cool to be able to, like when you get, I, I mean, I think about how contrasting I'm 39 when I was 29 or I'll say like 27, I hated myself. I'm 26, 25, 24, 23, everything below, except for when I was a little girl. I hated myself. And now it's it, the only reason I hated myself is because I didn't know who I was. I was right. so disconnected from the truth of who I was. And I was simply living out a story 
that was laid out before me that I was told was the path. And I compared myself to everyone and, and I hated myself. And then I went on the path to getting to know my own soul and took my focus off guys, which was my obsession. Of course, I was obsessed with guys. I hated myself. So I, I had to be obsessed with getting attention from the external, getting validation from the external to feel those, those tiny moments of feeling good enough. And then it would wear off because it's never sustainable when it's coming from outside. But um, yeah, I mean, getting to know your own soul, it's like, it's so amazing. Like that is, that's my devotion to myself and to my, the work that I do in the world is like having women realize like, oh my God, I'm actually fucking amazing. I remember the moment I learned that I'm smart and I was like, holy crap, I'm brilliant. I thought I went my whole life thinking I was stupid and trying to like overcompensate for it. Mm. And when I actually when I came home to myself, brilliance was already there. It's inside of all of us and wisdom and beauty. And, you know, uh, like all of these things are inside of all of us. Yes. So, yeah. And then the other thing I was thinking when you were talking is just rejection also happens when we're attached to the outcome. When we're attached to the outcome, we're, we're trying to control that, which mm. was that, which is actually not in our control. Right. When we, want him to become our boyfriend or our husband, or we think we're supposed to be together forever. When we're in that old paradigm attached to the outcome mm. rather than being in the experience and in the moment and trusting that it's God's job, it's the universe's job. It is not your job to know like when love is going to come and go or relationships are going to come and go. It is mm. your only job to be in alignment and honesty and truth with yourself and to live the wildly expressed life that you were meant to live and be the mm. woman that you're here to be, that's your job. And to trust that life is going to control everything else Yes. and everybody else. And when you live from that place of deep, deep, deep trust, like you always, I love how you always say you can't do the new paradigm of love without spirituality. It's like you have to trust life. You have to have a relationship with something greater than yourself and mm. know that it's not your job. And when you let go, God, it's the most freeing feeling in the world to know that like, oh yeah, life is going to work that out for me. I don't need to control it. So there's nothing to be afraid of, right. right? Rejection is attachment to the future. There's nothing to be afraid of when you're actually in the experience because you know another experience is going to come. I, there's a metaphor at the tip of my tongue. I don't know. It's something like at Disneyland, like if you miss <laughs> the first ride, another one's going to come. You yeah. miss the first roller coaster, the next one's going to come. Like you're not, you're not going to miss out. There's going to be more and more and more and more. Mm. But because like when we're operating in our saboteur, we're operating in fear. So of course we're going to be afraid. Right. Of course we're going to feel rejected. Like crap. Parts of ourselves. <laughs> like what? Like crap. Like if I'm afraid, I'm not going to feel good. It is impossible no. to feel good no. from that place. Yeah, exactly. And it's impossible to mess up what actually is right for you and belongs to you. And it's impossible to feel like crap when you are living the truth of who you are. Like, look, I, you know, I made the joke about sleeping with everyone I went on a first date with and not really feeling like I was afraid of rejection many years ago. But that was because it literally was impossible to reject me because I was doing so much of it first. Right. Yeah. Like I wasn't really impacted by whether or not they called me back because I had just felt so empty 
right? But then it was only when I was actually taking the risk to be invested in anyone or anything. And there's a fine line between the vulnerability of being open, right? You want to know the women who really find extraordinary love or the women who are willing to put themselves on the line. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the women who are willing to say, yes, I'll take this chance because it's so courageous and vulnerable and beautiful. There is nothing courageous about hiding behind walls. There is nothing courageous about hating yourself. It's time to freaking stop. It's time to stop because yes, I trust life, but it's also that place of like, I also say yes to all the truths of life, right? Mm -hmm. That there are going to be hard things. There are going to be mistakes that I'm going to be making. There are people that are not going to like me, (laughs) but this is my life, right? Mine, my experiences that I'm creating. I, I mean, can we talk for a second about how many months it took us to record our first episode? <laughs> oh my God. Like it took like eight months. So lucky that no, we're- it wasn't eight months. It wasn't eight months, but like that was so powerful to, to partner with you and, and say like, and just watch all of our shit come up because we were about to be so vulnerable, so visible mm-hmm. and so open right? For everyone to hear our experiences. And so we just, we're walking this with you. And this isn't like neither of us are now like, oh, I'm never afraid. (laughs) I mean, I was sick after that, the episode where I shared my experience with Botox, I felt sick after that first episode with Sinclair. Yes. And that's a vulnerability hangover, which, and and some of the women at my expanded love weekend um, had that following the weekend. It's like, we live in a world that is all, everyone's wearing masks and like, God, plastic surgery has just taken that to the whole next level. And same with filters on, on social media have taken the masks to a whole new level, but it's been that way forever. I mean, I think of my grandma, everyone described my grandma. I love her so much. She, she passed away. Um, gosh, I think like 11 or 12 years ago, but, mm-hmm. um, I re- it was my dad's mom and I, everyone, always talked about her like she never complained a day in her life and she was so lovely and she just was like the most lovely caring sweet Mm -hmm. person but then that gets glorified you know it's like it it is yeah yeah, it's I don't even know why I was just talking about my grandma can you tell the mask the masks like that that it's the the... I was like I need to tie this together but I don't know where, (laughs) where I went um so this is the thing we've been taught to wear masks and everyone wears masks. So when you take your mask off, it's going to feel bad. And it always feels bad because there's deeper and deeper layers of vulnerability. I experience vulnerability hangovers all the time. And, um, and so it's so good to know the term, right? Like the, the women that came to this weekend, they cracked their hearts wide open. They shared things about themselves. They'd never shared with another human, let alone, you know, their closest friends. They really never shared some of the stuff that came up. And afterwards I, I explained like expansion contraction every time we have a really big expansion and we expand into new parts of ourselves we've yeah. never touched before, or we haven't touched for a long time with that comes contraction after on the other side of it. And so they were experiencing that and didn't know what it was and just felt like mm-hmm. weird about sharing and felt uncomfortable and guilty and all this stuff came up. And that's because it's unchartered territory and it's not normal in our society to be real. real. 
it's what's normal is to be fucking fake. If you're having a really bad day, to put it, especially as women, you're having a really bad day, put a smile on your face and just pretend everything's fine. Everything's great. Fine. Fucking insecure, neurotic, and emotional. And that word gets thrown around so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I keep thinking it's a muscle, right? And, and this devotion, you know, devotion means there's something you're committed to. Yes. Right. And if you think like, this is why it's always so hysterical to me that when people think like learning how to date is separate from learning how to be in a relationship, like everything you're doing and all the ways you act out and sabotage when dating are what you're going to do in relationship. It's not like all of a sudden it'll be different. And so every day you're making the decision to open your heart or not. Right. Mm -hmm. And every day you're making the decision to define your life experiences through really negative, shitty stories that don't feel good, or by actually recognizing you can tell yourself a different story. You can tell yourself, wow, like all the things that I want to say, like when I think of, I've talked a lot about how every single boyfriend I've ever had broke up with me. Right. And you know what? I like think of all myself in, in all of the, all those ages and with every single one of those guys, like I love myself for trying. Mm -hmm. right I love myself for putting myself out there and if you're a woman right now who's tried to convince herself that she doesn't want a relationship that she's actually fine single and you're staying busy right all that's happening is actually you're afraid you're afraid and you bet it is easier to stay locked up in your apartment by yourself it is easier not to start a new job it's it's easier to not move to the place that your heart actually sings in and and the and, or to spend time with the friends that you love right it is easier and part of your psyche probably believes it's safer right which is where all the deeper work comes in that we would uncover but you know you have to be willing to say you know what i want to feel fully alive And that's like when I think of the new truth and when I wake up in the morning knowing I'm committed to this way of living, it's that. Like I want to be fully alive, right? There's the quote, I want to be fully used up when I die. Yeah. I want to be used up when I die. I want to use all the gifts that the divine has given me. And we only get one life. So you know what, loves? You can't be rejected, but you can reject yourself and may today be the day that you stop. Yes, 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 yes. And I want to speak to this idea of um, mistakes because you said uh, we, we will make mistakes, but I, I, I actually don't believe there's such thing as mistakes because the word mistake has judgment attached to it. Mm. And I liked, I want to look at it from now on, like where everything's an opportunity to learn because I, I felt so so moved and I and emotional when you were talking about the little the your your younger self and you in your 20s and like we're always doing the best we can even our parents you know when we're unpacking where our patterns come from and where our weird kinks come from and and childhood wounds come from it's like everybody's doing the best they can based on what they know and based on where they're at and their level of development and growth and how much self-awareness they have but there you cannot fuck up you cannot fuck up. All you can do is learn and yeah. correct and continue. It's like, okay, because mistakes, that word, we learned it in school. It's, and I say it all the time too. And then I realize like, oh, okay, there's no such thing. It's like, mm. you learn the lesson and some people don't ever hire someone to get the support, work on themselves, uncover their patterns and where they're coming from. So they just keep repeating the same things over and over again. And then it feels like, oh, another, I fucked it up again. Oh, like another mistake versus 
you correct and continue like, oh, interesting. Mm. There's that pattern again. Oh, interesting. That part of myself is being activated again and learning and growing from it. And like, it's all, every challenge we face, it's all an opportunity for growth. Yeah. You can't fuck it up. And, and so like, I'm watching a girlfriend of mine date for the first time in a long time. She's single and she's loving it. She's, I want to say killing it (laughs) (laughs) because most people are out there dating from the old paradigm. Yeah. And she's totally honoring herself in her, in her truth. She's not afraid of rejection because she's in alignment with who she really is and she's using it. And of course her saboteur shows up, but she's using it as an opportunity to go deeper and understand herself mm-hmm. and be more expressed and more boundaried. And like, she's using it as like a case study. So there's this place to operate from, which comes from non-attachment that's your soul self your soul self is not attached like that part of you you know your your soul i'm looking at you being married to this beautiful man and like your soul knows that if your marriage doesn't like 10 years from now it you part ways that you are still a sovereign soul and that you are going to be fine no matter what, not fine. You're going to be better. Like no Mm. matter what comes or like if you're, if I mean, anyone listening, your job changes, all the people who lost jobs during COVID, like, yes, that's incredibly, you know, jarring and uh, emotions need to be processed around it. But I believe that that's actually happening for you, not to you. Like whatever changes happen in our lives is put in front of us for our growth, for our expansion, for us to become more of who we are. Yet the ego saboteur is like, okay, I want to keep everything, control everything. So there's non-attachment, which is just just being so rooted in yourself and your own experience. Then there's attachment, which is that like neediness, like control, you know, trying to get something. Fear. And then there's detachment, which is also fear. Detachment is like protection. So with rejection, women will fall on either side of the spectrum. They'll either be in attachment where they're like, oh my God, I don't want to be rejected. So I'm going to hold on tighter versus avoidance, um, detachment, which is Mm. I don't want to be rejected. So I'm not even going to put myself out there Mm -hmm. or I'm not even going to let you in or I'm not going to let you like what, that's what you used to do with the guys. I won't let you really close to me so that you can't reject me. It's like still in there, whether it's conscious or not versus non-attachment, just being in your own journey, trusting life, knowing that mm. if something doesn't work out, you're going to mm. be just fine. More than fine. More than fine. <laughs> going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be better. The next thing's yeah. going to be better. But our, our, we just like out of fear want to hold on to everything so tight. And it's like just when you get into trusting mm. the magic of life, there is so much magic in store for you. Yes, there is. So if this episode helped you, let us know. We love your feedback. If you know a woman who needs to hear this episode, share it with her right now. And again, if you are not already with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, come play with us over there. And we can't wait to talk more about this. This week on Thursday, we go live every week. And you can ask us questions. We hope you engage with us on the live and have the most intimate access to us that really only our one-on-one clients get to have other than the Facebook group. So, man, this was a good one. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I feel like we're in a vortex. That, that happens often. I'm like, I don't know what we just said. Like, 
in and rejection out. Rejection yeah. proof. And rejection may you have the courage to say, yes, you are allowed to want what you want. You are allowed to dream as big as you dream and you are allowed to desire an extraordinary relationship. And that will require great risk and courage. And so we are here with you. If you need that one-on-one support, we are here. Reach out to us and we will talk to you soon. Love you. Thank you for listening to the New Truth Podcast. You are a woman first. Throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. <laughs> like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.